Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hey, there's a story today at Smirconish.com that bums me out under the headline, Three Pulitzer Prize winning cartoonists let go in one shocking day. I'm looking at uh, Michael Kavna's coverage from The Post. Jack Oman cannot recall another day like it, even amid decades of brutal cuts in the field of newspaper political cartooning. On Tuesday, three Pulitzer Prize winning cartoon artists, Oman of the Sacramento Bee, Joel Pett, of the Lexington Herald Leader and Kevin Sears of the Charlotte Observer were all let go by McClatchy newspapers. This is Jack Oman. Jack, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Michael, it's great to be on. Big fan. Long time. Oh, flattery. Yeah, flattery gets you everywhere with me. I, I guess you've been briefed. So um, I I am absolutely briefed at all times. Anyway, <laughs> what accounts for this? Like, am I just too old now? I love political cartoons and I love your work. I there's a, there's one in particular that you drew the year you won the Pulitzer that I'll come back to in a moment. But to what do you attribute this? Well, I don't think this is quite over yet, Michael. Honestly, based on the conversation I had yesterday. Oh, what does that mean? So let's, well, I'm about to tell you. Um, I'm still talking to these people. Hmm. And um, this was a decision. And I want to be careful here. And I want to be respectful here. This was not a Sacramento Bee decision. This was uh, at a higher level. And so, consequently, I've been... Um, you know, talking to them. And uh, I was uh, rather blunt yesterday in a conference call uh, with senior managers. And um, so I'm just not quite sure we're there yet. Okay. But I know that my my separation date is the 21st, so we'll uh, see. Okay. I would like to think that that maybe there's been such a reaction that they're reconsidering. Okay. But that wouldn't change the fact that that you've been and others have been who do what you do in the crosshairs. What does it say about, if anything, what does it say about the world of political cartoons? Well, let me answer your actual question first, which was – What's, what's going on here? And in a broader sense, what's going on in American journalism with editorial cartooning? Uh, for example, Gannett um, got rid of opinion. And Gannett owns a lot of small newspapers in a lot of red states. And so, you know, they were getting a lot of light up from that. And um, 
now, interestingly, McClatchy has expressed a very strong um, uh, support of opinion journalism. And uh, what I found intriguing is that actually my cartoon numbers lead the newsroom at the Sacramento Bee and my column. And in fact, I'm listed as a deputy as deputy California opinion editor. And frankly, the cartoons are kind of a side hustle now for me. <laughs> and so this is why I thought this was rather intriguing. Um, and so um, I just didn't go quietly and gently into that good night. Now, I think that there's a fear of opinion all over the place. Um, the Washington Post hasn't sometimes been running the hardest hitting cartoons in the last couple of months. Um, a little shout out to my boy, David Shipley, who was his editorial page editor and grew up in Portland, Oregon. And uh, it's it's endemic. The New York Times stopped running cartoons in 2018 because they did a cart- an illustration in the international edition of the uh, New York Times that portrayed Netanyahu as a dog. And so, well, that was ball game over for that. And, and basically, Jim Bennett went out the window, too. So it's endemic. It's not just cartooning. It's opinion. Right. Uh, and yet there's no shortage of opinion in, in the world in which I travel, which is both radio and, and cable news. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. I should point out you are also president of the Association of American Editorial Cartoonists. How how many, if you know, earn their keep across the country as editorial cartoonists? Well, there are three less than there were on Tuesday. <laughs> um, we hope not. Well, we'll see. Um Honestly, and I'm speaking strictly as the president of the uh, Association of American Editorial Cartoonists, I think there are fewer than 20 now. Wow. And I would tell people that almost all of them had won the Pulitzer Prize, which had, you know, worked as some sort of 
magic force field for a long time. But unfortunately, not everybody can win the Pulitzer Prize. And so that's why this uh, move is um, uh, triply curious, because those things are really hard to win. I worked for 38 years to get one. There are only 975 Pulitzer named winners in the history of the award. Including Lynn Manuel Miranda, who wouldn't shake my hand at the at the award ceremony. He was too busy doing autographs. So you know, I, I mean, I, wait, 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 wait. I, why, why wouldn't he shake your hand? I, he just I tapped on his back. Yeah, I'm right behind him in the picture, huh. and I was like, "Dude, I want to shake your hand." Never turned around. So every time I see him now, I'm like, "Oh God, okay, wow, fine." And then the next night we had to go to Hamilton. Uh, and so <laughs> did you applaud? Not, I, I just sat on my hands. Uh, uh, well, he wasn't in it. I thought it was intriguing historically, and I was hoping that Ron Chernow was getting like $10,000 a word. Um, but what I was going to say was, you're not supposed to say anything when you get the Pulitzer, right? And so you turn to, I turned to uh, the president, um, Lee Bollinger, and, uh, who's a great guy, and I, I whispered to him, you know, I won the Pulitzer, right? And he looks at me like, you're not supposed to talk. And, and, uh, and I, he, he said, no, why'd you win the Pulitzer? And I said, my middle name is Hamilton, which it is. <laughs> I'm looking at yeah. a cartoon that you drew in 2015. You you were awarded the Pulitzer in 2016, am I right? Mm-hmm. So this just, it. I don't know, I think it's the epitome of, of, of great work in your chosen profession. It's a It's a guy, silhouette, one hand a gun, other hand a Confederate flag, and then in the upper right it says, which object immediately became completely and totally unacceptable in our society after the Charleston shooting? First of all, that particular cartoon, if you remember, how long did it take yeah. you to conceive of it? And did you know ah. did you know how special it was when you finished? This is a great story. Uh I love that cartoon, but sometimes these things only take 15, 20, 25 minutes. Right. You can see it's a very simple rendering. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, fine. I mean, we we do 250 cartoons a year. And so, you know, usually my experience has been I'll do this, like, fantastic interior of the U.S. Senate with 25 senators caricatures in it. And, you know, it's from an illustration standpoint, it's great. Or I'll do some sort of deep cut on the Supreme Court, you know, from the Dred Scott decision. I have a history degree and honors. And stuff like that, those don't get Pulitzer Prizes. The one that you took 27 minutes on won the Pulitzer Prize. And it, it's it, – but, but the, the good thing about that cartoon is it's a real slash. You know, it's just bang. Yeah. There you are. Oh, yeah. And you get it. By the way, yep. you, you remind me of like Lennon and McCartney. How long did it take you to write yesterday? And sometimes they'll say on the back of a napkin and it was like nothing. And then other times it's it's a chore and it's like Sergeant Peppers went on for a week. Uh, Michael, I have a writing partner right here. Wall <laughs> is writing over here for me. I can see why you're, I can see why you're well suited for uh, for this. I, I this this is Will somebody please put me on television? I mean, my god. I, I mean, I'm just sitting here, you know, I have 21-inch long hair, I, I'm, and really handsome. You know, very, I just tapper, an alleged political cartoonist who allegedly supports us, just call him, hey, will you please get Jack Oman on tapper? I'm going to try. I'm going to try and help in that regard. You know, one final thing. You remind me that I love the work of Sidney Wilkinson. Sidney, also a Pulitzer Prize recipient. 
And I remember inviting her on CNN. I had this idea, which was come on at the beginning of the show and I'll introduce you. And then you sit off on the side of the studio and, and work on a particular cartoon. And at the end of the show, we'll show it. We never did it. I don't know why we didn't do it. I always thought that was a hell of an idea. Maybe it was too pressure packed. I, I'm not sure. I can do that. I have magic markers and a pad. Yeah. Have me on. Yeah. You would do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. All right. Yeah. For after a SAG scale. How are they doing? Yeah. Um. <laughs> are you, wait, are you impacted by that now? Are you not able to, are you not able to work? No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm management. Got and that's what's funny about this. I'm a manager. And, and, and yet this is the, uh, the fate perhaps. Well, look, you've given us reason for hope, Jack. I, I, I hope that, that they've had a reconsideration, uh, you know, that the people will speak because I love it. Oh, I- the people are speaking. Let me tell you something. That Washington Post article that you cited, yeah. number one on the Washington Post website. Well, there's something to be kidding. said for that. That's awesome. Well, we, yeah, blew off uh, Helsinki. Thanks, Jack. You know, Jack, it's awfully so, nice to make your acquaintance. I, I hope our paths cross again. I, uh, I, have a, I have a path that I'd love to cross with you and many, many other people in the national news media. And it's, you're an absolute delight. Thank you so much for having me on. Jack Oman, ladies and gentlemen, is a Pulitzer Prize winning editorial cartoonist. And we hope still of the Sacramento Bee in this regard. Pretty cool stuff. Signe's work, TC. I mean, that's a fantastic She's also great. idea. I mean, I, but I love the idea of someone sitting there and, and doing this in, in, during the show. Right. That's would be phenomenal. Yeah. I forgot about that. Hmm. You got to revisit that. You can, you can, you can see I'm, I'm over here noodling now on the idea, right? The idea, the idea then was that Signe would sit with me in studio back when I was doing the show in studio. And then I kind of gave that up because the studio looked vacuous. There was nobody, it was in the newsroom and there was nobody ever seated on a Saturday morning. No, it would have to be a different, a different set. Or you could, you could now that we do things with Zoom, you could Zoom into, I'm sure she has a really cool studio or something. Well, Jack wants to do it. I know now Jack Jack has an opinion. Jack will do it. Jack is a character. Right. We like Jack. So what, what do you, what do you think about Jack? uh, I love Remotely. He's obviously a morning person too. I'm like Jack, sit over there with your tablet and work on something, and we'll come back to you. And would it be whatever you're doing in the A block, or something that that you're going to touch? It, on it would have the to show? be. It would have to be something that he would do in in real time. You know, on that particular day, so that people would know that he would start with a blank tablet. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make this happen. I'm gonna try and make this happen. I just come on, say, hey, three three of them lost their jobs. Here's one of them. I love the work they do. Check it out. We'll see you at the end of the show. Shazam. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. I'm really excited about something. A brand new feature today in the newsletter. Uh, you might remember about 10 days ago, Jack Oman was a guest of mine. He's a Pulitzer Prize winning editorial cartoonist. He's been with the Sacramento Bee. And the reason that he was a guest of mine on that particular program is that on one day, three Pulitzer Prize winning edi- editorial cartoonists were all fired. Just a sign of the cutbacks in editorial function and newspapers all across the country. I love editorial cartoons. And Jack was a real character, a lot of personality, and obviously a gifted illustrator. He was on the program that day. We were talking about what's going on in the industry. I should also mention that he's the president of the Association of American Editorial Cartoonists. And we had a conversation post-show, and I said, Jack... Will you please draw for Smirconish.com the newsletter? And we've had a series of conversations about this. And today, if you scroll through the newsletter on your phone, as I did, and when you get to exclusive content, you will see something that he drew exclusively for us, which, by the way, I love. It's help me with this, TC. It's a couple sitting on a sofa. There's a... uh, a sort of a thought bubble above the man. He's all excited. He is looking at Hunter Biden's laptop. That's right. And he says, Steve Bannon and Roger Stone recruited Oppenheimer and Clarence <laughs> Thomas to get RFK Jr. to ask Barbie to shut down Anthony Fauci and George Soros to manipulate the Jews and the Chinese to vaccinate Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert against their will. And then presumably the wife it sitting next to him, thought bubble above her, she says... I miss Oliver Stone. I miss Oliver Stone. And 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 there's a box of pizza adjacent to them on the sofa on which it says Pizzagate. The point is that so fantastical have today's conspiracies become that the spouse here, she yearns for the days of Oliver Stone. I, and it's so good. Isn't and by he the gifted? Way, I also think that like going forward now, the bar has been set. That anyone who now wants to join Smirconish.com has to be a Pulitzer Prize winner. That's that's, <laughs> that's what I, that is my take from this is that that is where we are now, and I'm excited about it. I think it's a great idea. It's just it, you know the comment that we get. We've got this phenomenal open rate on the daily newsletter. Yes, I'm bragging about it. Yeah. But people not only have signed up, subscribed for it, but they actually open it. Right. And the comment that I get is from individuals who say, I scroll through the headlines. Some have paywalls that I can't access, but you give me the lead and I know what the news of the day is 
by, you know, 8 o'clock Eastern time. I, that's exactly what I hear from my friends. I quick get the gist. It's all I need. And if I want to do a deep dive, I click through and I can read the pieces. But if I don't, I at least know enough to know what's going on in the world. Can I tell you something that's deliberate on my part? Yes. You don't have to click Jack's editorial cartoon to see it. You can enlarge it. Right. You can click and enlarge it. But so as you're scrolling, you go through all the headlines and then you get a little chuckle. Yeah. With his editorial I, cartoon. Thrilled. I'm just thrilled. So it is I, such, I, I'm, it is, Michael, you have been wanting to do something like this for years. Right. You've been interested in editorial cartoons. Right. We've had car- yes. cartoonists on the yes. show. You've had cartoonists on CNN. So this, to me, is a very natural fit. Yep. And when he, when he came on the show and started talking with you, I was like, this guy is just a, like. Uh, oh, my God. TC, <laughs> the, con- yes, the conversations so that we have had off air. I bet. I can only imagine. Have been extraordinary. Oh, I can only imagine. So uh, fingers crossed that this yeah. is the start of something new. Oh, good. At Smirconish.com in the daily newsletter. Oh, Subscribe if you haven't. It's not only free, it's worthy. Good. It is worthy. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.